A quick note, this episode contains curse words. Please use discretion. Welcome to another episode of My Almost Dead Brother podcast. I'm your host, Dan Knight, and I'm here with my brother, Sam Knight. So we're in the hospital, and how do you feel tonight? Oh, I feel a little better than than the other nights. Yeah, so he's back in the hospital. They're trying to figure out some things because he's been sick for a long time, and it doesn't seem like he's getting better. That's why we named our podcast... My Almost Dead Brother. My Almost Dead Brother, who thinks he's going to die, who maybe will die. I could die. Why do you think you're going to die? Well, I kind of figure... I'm living on borrowed time now because I never expected to live to 50. Why? I don't know. I just had this feeling I would die young and go and see Tommy, my twin, and hang out with mom. And but then it didn't work out that way. Did you have a sense of how or why or how you would die young? Accident? Cancer? Accident, probably. Car accident? Or driving off a giant cliff in a car. On purpose? Well, no. If I was ever going to do it on purpose, which I wouldn't, I would go above and beyond to make it look like it wasn't on purpose. Just for my girls and such. The plot thickened when I had three girls and then when I had these grandkids. So if you're going to die... Why are you doing this podcast? Is it like a goodbye message? No, just to get my memoirs, so to speak, down. Maybe some people could learn from my life. Get the stuff out of your head? Yeah. Out to the atmosphere? But I really have no desire to live like how old that is or anything. Just because you feel terrible? Because you feel sick? What if you were totally healthy? You wouldn't want to keep living? Well, that's a good question there. But the last year hasn't been that awesome. Well, yeah, you felt sick every day yeah, for a year. Growing up every day. It's well, let's just... back up a little bit. Let's talk about when we were youngsters. Okay. What are your first memories of life? Um, probably living in California. We're from a big Mormon family. Yep. Nine kids. Sam is smack in the middle. Sam's number five of nine, right? Uh And I'm number seven. So my mom and dad, basically what they did was they would have a kid and another kid within a year and a half or so, have a little break, two more kids, little break, two more kids, little break, longer break. And then they had an accidental kid. And another kid. It wasn't accidental. Then they said accidental? they had me to take care of Katie or to be her friend. <laughs> that was your whole life's purpose. Is to come to Earth, like hang out with Katie. Apparently there's other voices in this. Yeah. That was Katie and Andy, our little sisters. Yep. Sorry. No, you're welcome to pipe in. So we're a big Mormon family, and it's kind of like we had two families. My mom and dad had the first four. Karen, Leslie, break. Joe, Sandy, break. Yep. And so they all kind of grew up in California when my dad was at Stanford and working in the Bay Area. And you were born there, right? 
Yeah. My identical twin died in childbirth, pretty much. Their doctor was a friend of theirs, and the guy just wouldn't let anyone else take over. He was going to deliver us hell or high water. And then Tommy went without oxygen for too long. You guys were born on March 2nd, 1968. Yeah. And he was deprived of oxygen for a while and had all kinds of problems. And you both were really sick. Yeah. And he lived for about a month. Died on like April 4th, I think. It was happened to be, I think, like maybe the same weekend that Martin Luther King was shot. It's kind it's of a good a, way to remember it's it. Interesting. I don't know what if he stopped breathing and they rushed him to the hospital or what, but I guess they both knew and stopped and gave him a blessing and a name right then. Yeah. I've, so he actually came home. Oh yeah, he was home. He was home, but he was he never really moved or ate or did anything. He just kind of laid there. Yeah, mom always said that you, like, when she'd feed you, you'd have a lot of energy and you'd drink really hard. But Tommy had no energy and he'd cry and he'd have no voice and yeah. and just was really listless. And, um, yeah, you were both home. I mean, there's pictures of mom and dad holding both babies. Yeah. And so my mom, having just had twin babies, felt like she had to follow the pattern of not letting you grow up without someone, a sibling. She had another baby. She had me like 18 months later, which and is She crazy. was heartbroken, too. She was just crushed. Yeah. She had a hard time getting over that. I don't think she ever got over that. Ever. Yeah. No, she never did. Do you think Tommy's alive? Like, real? Yeah, I do. I know talking to you throughout your life <laughs> have always felt kind of a connection for sure. To Tommy. I've felt his presence and I've felt guilt about how I'm living my life. And there's been times when I've not wanted to live anymore because of it. That he would have done a better job being on earth than me. Everybody on earth is, does stupid things and nobody's going to be perfect. So you, what are you saying? You think he would would have been a better human on earth than you are? Why do you even think that? Because I think he would have gone to Oxford. Well, do you think that your life would be different? If I was dead and he was alive. No, if you're both alive. I think I would have been stronger. Like, I think I would have said no to some things in life. Mom said you would have been okay if he'd lived. She did? That's kind of how I feel, too. That's funny. But that's why she had me. Yeah. So you could have somebody else. Well, don't you think it would have been... Better if Tommy, me, and you were around? Yeah, I've always wondered what it would be like to have another you. So that's sad. Tommy died. Yeah. Sad, but, I mean, we weren't there, so we didn't really experience how sad it was. Yeah, at least we didn't have to get to know him and lose somebody. Yeah. We imagine how sad it was for mom and dad and the older kids that remember it and everything. But what are some things you remember about living in... California, when we were little. Um, Remember Tito? Yeah. What a great dog. What was so great about him? He was the worst dog in the world. He peed on your tough skins. My green tough skins. What's a tough skin? Kid pants. From Sears. They were like wearing leather. And you liked your tough pants? Tough skins. Well, then who cares if he peed on them? 
that's true. <laughs> Couldn't really pen. I think that was at a time when Dan had bitten a hole in his tongue. What? So I we, bit a hole in my tongue. Because the dog peed on his tough skin? No, it has anything to do with the <laughs> dog. I know, but we had tons of popsicles. Well, that's because I had a hole in my tongue. How'd you get a hole that's in your tongue? That's the only tongue? thing I could eat. Right, that's what I'm I've heard saying. the story. How? We were having a competition jumping from my bed to Sam's bed. and Like who could jump the farthest? Yeah, and we just moved it really far apart. And I jumped, <laughs> and my knee hit my chin... My tongue was out. Bam. Yeah, that was great. Like hanging out? Like hanging? It was just hanging by a thread, and they went and like had stitches on my tongue. But I was standing off the side, and all of a sudden, when you wear tough skins, you can't really feel things. You just hear it. So it's like, you know. And there's Tito. (laughs) (laughs) Peeing on your leg? What is it? After he had his tongue bitten? Tito came and peed on you? The dog yeah, missing the connection. on the legs is unrelated to the dog. No, to it the, isn't. Yeah, it is. It's unrelated. He had a urine fascination with green tough skins. Okay, but everybody was coming over because we had a trampoline and green tough skins and popsicles. It was the popsicles. That's why they came over. We had a trampoline already. I know. And it was the popsicles. That's why the neighborhood kids came over. But Tito would pee on your green tough skins any day. Yes. Even if there were no kids over for popsicles. Just Sam's tough skins? Like you're the only one who had tough skins? If you wore green I had tough shoes, skins, but green anything, he'd pee on them. That's a cool dog. If I wore brown tough skins or red tough skins, he'd just go pee on the tree like a normal dog. But if you wore green tough skins, he would pee right on you. And I think mom must have found a deal on green tough skins because it seemed like I had to wear green tough skins every damn day of my life. And they were awful. They're like wearing leather with the big thick knee patches over them. How old were you when we moved to Utah? End of first grade. So you remember going to kindergarten in California? Yeah, I was like three or four when we moved to Utah. I was little. Yeah. Jay Morgan, first thing is he... Challenged me to a race. Did you beat him? Yeah. I bet you didn't. Why would you say that? Because he was pretty fast, Jay Morgan. So was I. Well. So that was his way of getting to know me. And then we went up to his house, and his dad had an old Model T Ford. <laughs> we just spent the afternoon throwing rocks at it. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> Busted out every bit of glass, everything. <laughs> How far away? What? Oh, close, with big rocks close. Why would you do that? He threw one, and I'm like, oh, that looks Was like it a like blast. in front of his house? It's off to the side of his house. We just went to town, <laughs> and Mom made me spend like three winters shoveling their walks. Well, yeah, you shouldn't have thrown rocks at his Model T. <laughs> Guarantee you would have, too. No way. That's you not- would have ran home. I wouldn't throw rocks at a Model T. Even when I was three years old, I wasn't that stupid. Like, I'd like to hear a little bit more about how smart you were at three years old. Well, I never threw rocks at a car and broke the windows, so I was a little more advanced. And Mom was so mad at me. So Mom mad. got mad at you a lot. She did. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd say, 
Oh, Ma, you know I'm not like the other kids. You remember saying that? Yeah. My socks are too loose. My palms are sweaty. Palms are sweaty. Palms are sweaty. My hair is greasy. Do you remember that girl that died that was your friend? Yeah. What's her Chrissy name? Chrissy Morrell. Chrissy? Do you remember how she died? Leukemia. Really? Yeah. Like she was like second grade or something? Yep. Maybe even the end of first. It went pretty quick. Like, did you used to play with her and stuff? Mm-hmm. She was in me and Jay Morgan's kissing club. What did you do in the kissing club? Well, I never actually got to go in there, but <laughs> Jay went in there with her quite a bit. But it was in our the window well in our backyard. I remember spying on you guys in the window well. So you never got any lip? No. Nope. So it was, was pretty much scared. just Jay and what was her name? Chrissy. Chrissy. Jay and And then Chrissy. when it was our turn, the other guy was supposed to throw rock. We put a piece of plywood over the lid. Yeah, I remember the plywood. And I, you're supposed to throw rocks, but he'd never come <laughs> out. She just quit coming to school for a long time. And then mom told me what, hap- what was happening, and it was pretty sad. Yeah, and then so shortly after that, she just was gone. Yep. She just died, huh? Did that stay with you? And how, do you still think about that? Now yeah, even I do. You had a twin brother that looked exactly like you, but he was dead. And this Chrissy Morell that was your friend when you were seven or eight is dead. Did you remember going to her funeral or anything? Yeah. Did you see her body or anything <clears throat> at the viewing? I remember I specifically didn't look. You went, but you wouldn't look. Right. Why didn't you want to look? I thought it would be really scary, so I just didn't look. Didn't want to see a dead body. Uh-huh. Did you look at Grandma Knight when she died? That was around then, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think I looked at her. Do you remember going to our cousin's mortuaries? Did you ever see a dead body there? I did. I did lots. My mom grew up in a mortuary in Pleasant Grove, Utah, and her dad was a mortician, and her sister and her sister's husband and her brother all started mortuaries. So when we were growing up, we used to go over to the Sunbergs in Orem for dinner almost every Sunday, and we'd eat dinner and then jump on the tramp. Sometimes we'd go run around inside the mortuary. And one time I remember going in to a room. Game room. A game room or something, and there was <clears> a <throat> body laying there. It freaked me out. I yeah. couldn't have been more than seven or eight. Oh, yeah, that would scare you. Well, Kelly, after a softball game once... Took me and Doug, my friend Doug. He's like, you want to see a dead body? I was like, sure. Doug was like, yeah. He's like, we got them backed up. There were way too many bodies right now. A ton of them? Yeah, so he had, they had like four in the garage in between the cars on cots. I remember running into the Alpins game room and having caskets everywhere. Yeah, I remember that too. And it was just dark and couldn't get the lights on. That one freaked me out pretty Yeah, I remember that real clearly. Shiny. Yeah, our other cousins are the Alpins, D. Alpin. They they still have a mortuary to this day in Pleasant Grove, Utah. Okay, Sam, as we wrap up this episode, what is there? Anything you want to share with the audience? Any regrets? Anything you're particularly grateful for? Any awesome memory that you've had in your life? Sure. There's lots of things that the beauty always strikes me. Like, mostly it'll be when we had Mandy, when Mandy was just born. Your first baby. Our first baby. And 
she was born, and the nurses just handed her right to me. How old were you? Old enough to have a baby. 20? Yeah, about there. Okay. And the nurses just handed Mandy off to me, and I was not knowing exactly what to do, but a little shell-shocked, you know, what do I do with this baby here? Did you know how to hold her? Not really, but she just snuggled right up to me and just stopped crying right away and just looked at me, and, and it was one of the best moments of my life. It was beautiful. She took her time with me, and it was like she was the parent. That's probably about enough. It's been fun talking. Yeah, fun talking to you. A little serious side on this one. Yeah? I think we should try to stick with our theme, stay golden. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as soon as you get over your endometriosis and get out of this hospital, we can... I don't have endometriosis. Maybe next time you won't be in the hospital, but maybe you will. Probably will. Over and out. Over and out. Hasta la pasta. This podcast is hosted by me, Dan Knight, and features Sam Knight. It is produced by Katie Knight and Andy Ellis, with Larry Knight as the executive producer. Music by Dot and Then Dot. Check out more of their great music at dotandthendot.com.